Welcome everyone to Time for Nach. We are on the 20th parak of Sefer Malachim Aleph. There's quite a lot of information in this parak. We start with Ben Haddad. Ben Haddad is of Aram. He's the leader of Aram. He besieges Shomron, the capital of Israel. Uh, and the, 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 the king, in November, we're split in two kingdoms. So we've got Yisrael, Yehuda. We are now Yisrael. And he demands that Achav's valuables and women and children be handed over. Achav agrees, but then he retracts his agreement when Ben-Hadad demands something else, and that is everything precious in your eyes should also be handed over. What is that? Rashi, quoting the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Kuvbeis base says this refers to the Sefer Torah of the king. Remember, the king has to write and also carry with him a Sefer Torah. And that is what Ben-Hadad requested. And interestingly enough, Achav at that point says no more. Everyone has their limits. He was willing to hand over certain things, Sefer Torah, maybe the reminder of who we are, our identity. That jolted Achav, no. That much I'm not, I'm not prepared to sink to. The two kings battled. Uh, a Navi tells Achav, Rashi says it was Mechayo, uh, that Achav would win the war and 7,000 warriors should be led by the regional leaders, 232 of them, under Achav's command. We have guards informing Ben-Hadad, who's drunk at the time, that some men had escaped from Shamran. Ben-Hadad orders the men to capture them, but these escapees, they managed to kill the camp of Aram. The Navi warns Achav that in one year they're going to attack again. Aram assumed that Hashem only had power on the mountains, so they fought on regular land this time. Uh, the Navi assures Achav once again, Hashem's going to help you. Uh, and this time they kill 100,000 soldiers of Aram and a further 27,000 when the wall of the city collapsed. Ben Adad's men, they beg for mercy. Achav makes a bris. Interesting that Ben Adad will return the land his father had taken. And Achav would control the market of Aram. A Navi then, and this is a very cryptic part of the Perak, uh, a Navi, um, this is also Mikhail, by the way, asks someone to strike him, hit him. This is supposed to symbolize Achav's failure to fully hit, to fully kind of uh, fully take this, this ending blow to Ben-Hadad. The man refuses and he's killed by a lion for disobeying. However, there's someone else who does comply with that request to hit him. And that is supposed to create some form of atonement, some form of kapara for Israel's mistake, as the Redak says in Posuk. Lama design. The Navi pretends to be an injured soldier, and the king is told that he's been instructed to protect a man with his life, but he fails. That is the cryptic criticism um, that uh, is occurring over here. The king responds, no, he should be killed as a result. And the Navi then reveals himself, and he says to Achav, how could you let Ben-Adad go? How could you do it? You had him. He's the enemy. You should have got rid of him. This is false mercy, as we discussed once upon a time with Shaul. The Navi then was misnabe. He prophesied that there'd be future destruction. That is how the 20th parak ends, with a lesson about taking opportunities and with a lesson about false or errant mercy as well.